from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Hope you're all doing well on this blustery bomb cyclone type of morning. I don't like calling it a bomb cyclone. It sounds like it's some type of weapon, so I'm not a fan of that. Let's just call it, I don't even know. When I hear bomb cyclone for some odd reason too, I think boomer sooner. I don't know why, but it just comes to mind. You know, it's like wordplay for the brain, but... Just make sure that you're careful out there right now, folks. It's blustery, it's cold, it's freezing outside. So please be careful, bundle up, be good to your brethren. If you see somebody out there with shorts on, just give them something to do. I mean, give them give them, <laughs> give them a blanket or, you know, something to focus on instead, I guess, you know. It's just, uh, hopefully people are not out there being stupid. I would hope that people are not out there being crazy. So just be good to yourselves and take care of yourselves. You know, please just just be safe out there in this wonderful, warm, and beautiful sunny day in Syracuse, New York. Just be careful when you're outside, okay? I would love it for you to do that. So happy morning, happy Friday, happy TGI-ERF, and hope that you had a great week leading up to this point. I'm so excited about the show that we have coming on this morning. A lot to discuss in the morning menu, proudly presented by the Market Diner on 2100 Park Street in Syracuse, New York, in the regional market across from Destiny, USA. Very happy to be here with every single one of you this morning. I'm going to start off the show like we always do on a Friday morning, and that is with the annoying moment of the week, proudly presented by Carvel DeWitt. So we're going to talk about that in just a few moments here. And then we are going to get into sound bites of the week. Those sound bites are going to come to you from Frank Calabufo. Frank Calabufo is the coach of the head coach of the West Genesee boys ice hockey team. And when I did a show with him just a couple weeks ago in the Wildcat Sports Pub on location there, he was at 397 wins, three away from getting to 400, and he just achieved his 400th win. So we're going to talk to him coming off of win number 400 and how proud we are of, of what he's done in the community and the team and everything. So I'm very excited about that in Sound Bites of the Week. Frank Calabufo, 400 wins at West Jenny. Very ecstatic moment for West Jenny and for the entire school and squad. So I'm excited to have him on the show in just a little while. And then we're going to go to Fantasy Football Friday because there's still there's still people playing daily fantasy and getting involved with fantasy football every single round here. Wildcard round, divisional, championship, Super Bowl. You know, there's there's people that are looking at what team do, you know, do what team there's people betting on teams. Is what I'm trying to say. What team is going to win? What player is going to do this? What quarterback's going to do that? You know, there's so many angles and different things, fantasy-wise, and then and then people just going out there and trying to place a bet on who they think is going to make it happen. So, plenty going on still in the world of the NFL, despite the fact that for those of you that are playing in 
fantasy football leagues that have wrapped up like the wake up call fantasy football challenge there's still plenty to be excited about and plenty to follow so if you're playing daily fantasy if you're playing just for fun if you filled out a bracket pool at work or wherever you may be well then you got to listen in at 10 a.m eastern time today to that part of the show so once again Market Diner proudly bringing you the morning menu. We're going to start off with the annoying moment of the week, move into Sound Bites of the Week, live with Frank Calabufo coming off a of win number 400, and then we're going to jump into fantasy football. So let's get it started with the annoying moment. Dan Tortora proudly brings you. Is that for real? Are you kidding me? The annoying moment of the week. I, I really honestly, I don't know how to respond to this. Presented by Carvel DeWitt, 4322 East Genesee Street. It's what happy tastes like. Do you have to be that crazy? I guess so. The annoying moment of the week, proudly presented by Carvel DeWitt, 4322 East Genesee Street in DeWitt, New York. It is what happy tastes like, and it is absolutely an amazing place to go to. Don't let the cold weather fool you because the same great Carvel flavor never goes away. They are open year-round, and they're open right now for you to go in there and get the wake-up call Sunday. Chocolate, vanilla, or a twist, soft serve, topped off with my signature cookie dough pieces and caramel swirl. Make sure you get over to Carvel DeWitt and get yourself... Listen, there's certain things that are not great about the cold, right? There's a lot of snow, there's ice, the roads are slick, frostbite, can't go outside that long, have to shovel. All that stuff has to go with the cold. But you know what the greatest part of the cold is that happens year-round? That that cold stuff they make at Carvel is pretty darn good, is it not? So when you look at the, when you think of the cold and everything that you associate with cold, Carvel ice cream is the huge smiley face. To the frowny faces of having to shovel and do all those other things. So make sure that you get yourself over to Carvel. And if you have an anniversary birthday party, just for fun, whatever's going on, get yourself a Carvel ice cream cake and celebrate with family and friends. Because there's plenty to celebrate and when you do it with Carvel DeWitt. So Wake Up Call is happy to be here with you this morning. Live with you on this snow day and snow covered time <laughs> right now. And uh, I'm just very, very happy to have you here. So I really do appreciate it. For those of you that have a snow day, thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast. For those of you that tune in every single day, thank you so much for your support and everything that you do. And for those that are tuning in for the first time, shout out to you. So thank you for listening into the show and for being a part of the show. The annoying moment of the week for this week. The annoying moment of the week for this week is... Those that think about New Year's resolutions and doing better in the new year, being nicer in the new year, being more compassionate in the new year, being calmer in the new year, being hopeful in the new year, being positive in the new year. The annoying moment of the week goes out to all of those hopes and dreams and wishes that people that let that people let go of. You know, you feel you feel that special sparkle in the new year. The ball drops. You say, I'm going to do better for myself. I'm going to do right by myself. I'm going to do right by other people. I'm going to be nicer. I'm going to be kinder. I'm going to be sweeter. I'm going to be more compassionate. 
and then you let it go. So to me, the annoying moment of the week is is all of those people that woke up this morning and said, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I don't think I'm going to get to that. And it's not just about going to the gym, which, you know, allegedly people say they're going to do and they start. It says most people, most people make New Year's resolutions and give up on them by February. Well, that's why it's the annoying moment of the week. This year, I ask you to not give up on them, to keep fighting for them, to keep going after them. Did I wake up this morning and, and have some of those feels that I had last year and promise myself I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that? Yeah, I did. So it's on me to be better, and it's on you to be better, because there's New Year's resolutions that we have that we want for ourselves, and you have to follow them, and you have to dream big, and you have to try. And you will do it if you believe you can. You know, me going through the new year as a business owner, there's certain things that happen every December to January, and you have to just weather that storm. And there's certain attitudes that that business owners have during December and January, and you have to weather that storm. And, you know, there's certain things that, that I expect from myself that you don't get from other people, and you have to weather that storm. But as I told you just a little while ago, you can manage your own expectations, but you can never manage somebody else's expectations. Because... It's their expectations, and they're in control of them, and they can always change them. So I asked you to look at your shoulders going into the new year, and look at all the rocks that are sitting on your shoulders, and that when you pull the rocks off and you set them on the ground in front of you, did they have your name on it, or did they have other people's names on it? Were other expectations of other people on your shoulders? And 90% of the time or more, 99% 99% of the time, the rocks that we carry on our shoulders of the heavy expectations that we beat ourselves up about, they don't belong to us. And in a world where social media can tell you you're fat, you're stupid, you're too skinny, you're ugly, you're smart, you're dumb, you're funny, you're not funny, you have a beautiful smile, you have a terrible smile, I hate the way you sing, I love the way you sing, I hope you kill yourself, I hope you live forever... We live in a world where social media tells us what they want for us and what they hope for us, and 99% of them are strangers, and if they're not strangers, they're people that say it online but won't say it to your face. And, you know, you realize that, you know, lefty 9652, you know, we, we allow that person, and I'm making this up, or, you know, I always say big booty 54 or something like that. We're allowing these people, even if you do know them, to run your life. You know, when I was in school, when I was in high school, I wasn't treated the nicest. And I let those people run my life to a certain, not necessarily run my life. I did what I wanted to do, but my brain, you know, I was constantly worried, fearful. And I look back on those days and I say, you know, after school, I didn't have to deal with them. I had to deal with my mind. Now you go home and these people can attack you all day and all night. And what happens within our two temples inside that brain of ours 
it controls a lot of things, you know, and, and your mind is, is a tool. And if you've ever heard it, heard it or seen it, you know, there is that constant statement that your mind, your, the playground of your mind is a beautiful, beautiful thing where you could be swinging in the sunset or it could be that battlefield and you have to decide what you want your mind to be. And we say so many times that other people have control over what we think and they have control over our minds. And that's not true. You provide control to other people. You know, we, we live in a society where we constantly want to be accepted. We want to be accepted. We want to be appreciated. We want everybody to tell us when we're right and when we're wrong. And we want them to shake our hands and tell us that we're wonderful and that we're these great people. And the fact of the matter is, that's not how the world works. You know, you have to know deep down in your heart if you're good. You have to know deep down in your heart if you're doing the right thing. You have to know deep down in your heart if you have accomplished what you set out to accomplish. And you might want somebody to tell you this and tell you that and tell you the other thing. But the truth of the matter is, you are the keeper of your mind and you are the keeper of your heart. And God gave you the soul inside of you and entrusted you with it. So it's on you to figure things out. And it's on you to do right by yourself. And I feel that, you know, we get caught up in so many different things. And we get caught up in this belief that we are a certain way because we're told we're a certain way. Or we're a certain person because we're told we're a certain person. And I just really, I want better for you and I want better for me, you know. And coming into this new year, I feel that it's so easy to forget. And I feel like we feel all of the, you know, we feel the wonder and we feel the beauty of the world that we live in, you know. I feel like during the holidays, we feel so much wonder and so much beauty and so much peace. And then we go right back to work and right back to the grind and the same old, same old. And then we forget what the hell is going on. And when that happens, I feel that, you know, you can lose yourself because you've come so far to get to where you are today. And then all of a sudden it's gone. And I feel that, you know, we have to be better than that. And we have to do better than that. And I believe that, you know, being and doing better than that, it starts with you. It starts with number one. God's going to send it, send you people along your way that are going to help you to be a better person. He's going to send people along your way that are going to help you to take care of yourself and be good to yourself and learn from yourself and learn from what you've been through and learn from others. That will all happen. It'll all happen. But you have to be the foundation of your future. You have to be the foundation of your life. And I love you like crazy. I don't I don't know you. I don't know you. But I truly love you. And and I love you because you have to. You have to love one another. I don't have to know you to care about you, and I don't have to know you to love you. All I know is that this world needs a little bit 
more love, a lot a bit more love, to be completely honest. And and people came out of 2017 feeling, you know, stressed and upset and, and have voiced that opinion. But, you know, I look at 2017 and I, and I say, you know, I focused on all the trials and tribulations, but there were so few and far between and so tiny and so minuscule and minute. I was like, my wife and I got our first house in 2017. We, you know, um, had celebrated a lot of wonderful things in in 2017, you know, with bringing home, you know, our, our dog right before the start of 2017, bringing home Lily and being able to spend our first full year with her. So, you know, it, it's, I look at that stuff. I look at Lily. I look at the house. I look at expanding my business. I look at, you know, having more of you listening that I and people that I've gotten to meet we started game show night which has never been done in central New York as far as I know you know we set records and did huge things with wake up call trivia we expanded the website I expanded my coverage I did some awesome interviews I got to do my first Chick-fil-a kickoff game I've had my ninth year of covering the Jaguars on site on location with a credential I have been able to fly I feel like every year I fly a lot and but I fly a little bit more than the year before, and I've gotten to do so many things. Uh, everything that made me uh, concerned or scared this year, I faced it head on and I tackled it, and I was successful. I did everything I set out to do, no matter who tried to stop me or who I felt was against me. I got to see so many wonderful places. I got to experience so many wonderful events and things. I got to just. You know, I got to drive in different cars, you know, when, you know, little things like renting a car and getting a different feel for another vehicle that I would never think of buying. I got to, you know, fly, like I said, all over the place. I got to fly over places and I got to see stadiums and cities and just really, really cool things. I, you know, went to Walt Disney World again this year, which was a true blessing. I got to celebrate a lot of things with my wife. We got to go on vacation together. Uh, we had a great Christmas. We got to host Christmas and Christmas Eve. We, you know, there were so many things that I took away from this year. You know, I got to go back and, um, you know, and do some work on strengthening, um, you know, my body up. You know, right before the end of the year, I got to start working on some things I wanted to strengthen with my body and be good to myself. And I'm so proud of, of those moments. I, I'm proud that, I got to see my grandmother make it to a hundred and a half and nine days. I'm happy that my grandmother went peacefully in her sleep because I felt like, you know, that I felt like there was no other way for her to go. And, you know, I got to get closer to my father, which really goes a long way with me. I just, I got to have great food and try new things and different things. 2017 was a phenomenal year. And if we look back on 2017, I think if we sift through, and the thing is, I have forgotten the people that said negative things to me and what they said. I've forgotten that. And for the few and far between things that I remember, I'm at peace because those people don't matter to me in the grand scheme of things. And when you cut ties and you move forward, my life is still going on, you know, and I feel that, you know, we get so caught up in 
oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And oh my, when 2018 comes, when Christmas comes, when my birthday comes, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Well, it's the annoying moment of the week because we need to be strategic and we need to be honest and we need to be real. It is our time to change the world. It is our time to change the way we think about life. It is our time to change the way we live. And I don't want your goals and your aspirations to be good to yourself and kind to others. I don't want you to take your hopes and dreams and flush them down the toilet five seconds after you made them. I don't want you to ever flush them down the toilet. So it's your goal and it's my goal for 2018 that when that ball dropped, excuse me, when that ball dropped and we said we were going to do better, we need to keep that word to ourselves for this entire year. And then we need to do even better moving forward. We need to give all that we can possibly give to our lives and take care of ourselves and be good to one another. So don't let your aspirations and your goals for 2018 be an annoying moment of the week, of the day, of your life. Let it be your goal. Let your conscience be your guide. And let you never look down upon yourself ever again. For the world can see you how they want to see you. But God only sees you one way. And that's with a smile. And if you can find peace in anything, and if you've lost peace in everything, but you need to find peace somewhere, find peace in the fact that whether you believe in it or not, I believe that there is somebody watching over you, refusing to give up on you, refusing to think less of you. And I, I know, I know that this world gets hard. I know that things get difficult. I know that. I know that. I feel that. But you are your worst enemy. Or you're your best friend. And I'm not here on this show to be politically correct. I'm not here on this show to be this, that, and the other. I don't care what religion you have. I don't care what you believe in. I, I, as in everybody else, have the freedom to believe in what we believe. And I believe and I know that God loves me, and I know that I love myself. And I know that in this world that we live in, I stepped into 2018 demanding that I treat myself better. And I hope that you've done the same and that you will move forward and never be afraid to achieve what you want to achieve. What you put into this world is what you get out. So I hope for you. I pray for you. And I'm here for you. We'll take a fast break and come back with Frank Calabufo. Thank you to Carvel for the annoying moment of the week. This is a wake-up call fast break. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvelanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DrysigLady.com, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. 
with the bamboo line relaxed fit clothing as well as the athletic fit clothing. DrySiglady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, command yourself to feel comfortable in DrySig Lady Apparel. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing. And don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DrySigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513, or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you? Call me directly at 315-748-2524. But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, got to take one here, move it over there, do this, do that. Are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely. But they need to know your name. So give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 315-748-2524. Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down. This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 315-748-2524. The Market Diner prides itself on bringing the local community fresh ingredients that are better than going elsewhere. Open for breakfast, served all day, lunch and dinner with daily specials. The Market Diner is located at the Regional Market on Park Street, right across from Destiny, USA. For takeout, call 315-474-5247. The Market Diner. Local. Fresh. Better. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Happy to be here with you this morning inside of the morning menu, proudly presented by the Market Diner on 2100 Park Street in Syracuse, New York, in the regional market across from Destiny, USA. And it is now time, as it always is, on a Friday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time around this region for us to do the sound bites of the week. And sometimes these sound bites are things that we've heard throughout the week and that I want to share with you. And other times it's a live opportunity to have the sound bite come to you right here and exclusively here where you have never heard it before. And that is exactly what we're doing today. We are live on the line with West Genesee Wildcats boys ice hockey head coach Frank Calabufo. I got to meet Frank just a couple weeks ago when he had 397 wins. I said obviously 400 is going to come to you very quickly here, and it did. And so he is at 400 and counting in his history with the team, playing, you know, being the head coach of this team for more than two decades. Look at look at a dozen. Add a think of a baker's dozen, and then add a few more donuts to 
to that box because this is how long the man has been there. 24 years of West Genesee, 400 career wins, and he continues to move forward. All the respect in the world for what he's doing with the program. And to finally get to sit next to him and speak with him and his team meant the world to me. And I look forward to the next time we get to do that. So it felt only right to have Frank Calabufo on this morning to celebrate 400 and to celebrate his team. So, Frank, with that being said, how are you doing this morning? Oh, doing doing great, Dan, and happy to, happy to be on. And, you know, Frank, I, I got to say to you, you know, we walk into 2018, and I had made a statement about, you know, going into the new year before the break in the annoying moment of the week that, you know, we, we have that feeling and that magic of a new beginning, a new start, I'm going to do better here. I'm going to worry less about this. I'm going to care more about that. I'm going to be a part of this. And then a few days go by and people start to let go. What did you walk into the new year with? And just speak on the importance of, you know, when when you want to make a team better, make yourself better, whatever it may be, when you step into a new beginning and step into a new opportunity, just how important it is to stay the course. Oh, yeah. Um, For us, um, the new year is not so much a a new beginning. Well, I I guess it is because it's the beginning of the second half for us. So we kind of look at the hockey season in in two halves, you know. So so we stress the importance of now kind of figuring out, you know, the first half was kind of figuring out who we were and who who we could be because you don't get to start where you finish, you know. And so we have to rebuild it every year. And we had a good first half. And so now, uh, now we're kind of, we've kind of narrowed our focus here. We kind of know who we are and um, now we kind of kind of be true to ourselves and try to just keep, it's going to sound cliche, but but try to get a little better every day, but, um, and grow the lineup. And, uh, and for us, um, that's what we did. Just focus on the details, figure out who we are, who we're not, and, um, and try to embrace it. And when you look at focusing on the details and figuring out who you are and who you're, and who you're not, what did you take away from, this West Genesee team. What are you taking away from from your unit this season of who they are and who they're not? Well, you know, for the first half, um, we have a couple high end skill kids, um, and not everyone can play the game that way. And, and you and you you know, not everyone can be on the power play, but you don't need that. You know, you need everyone to embrace their role. You need your grinders. You need your penalty killers. You need your you guys that are going to go out and, and play the body and create some room out there. And um, in the beginning of the year, kids kind of had to figure it out. They had to figure out who they were and, um, and and what they could do and what they could bring. And well, but unfortunately, we were all, we were getting, we were only getting scoring from a handful of places. And um, with the new year, um, that's changed. And so now the scoring has been spread throughout mm-hmm. the lineup. And it's it's making us a better team and harder to match up against. Speaking here with Frank Calabufo, the head coach of the West Genesee Wildcats boys ice hockey team. Frank, to to look at win number 400 as you stepped in this, like you said, kind of a new beginning in the sense of first half of the season is over into the second half, knowing who you are and, and, and who you're not as you move forward. For you, knowing who you are going into this new year, I mean, you're a coach with with a massive accomplishment, 400 wins and 24 seasons at West Genesee and counting. You know, you're, you know, sitting and talking with you, you have a young spirit, a vibrant spirit, in my opinion, of, you know, I look at 400 and I, I and I look over to you like, how the hell did you 
get to 400 because to me it feels like you're just getting started and you're just getting going. But that's the fabric to me of a good coach because I look at you and I'm like, well, I guess he's going to 800 because you have that energy and that desire. Do you feel that from yourself? I mean, I got that sense from you, but does it feel like, oh my God, how the heck am I already at this this point where I could be 400 wins? No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't seem possible at all. It feels like it feels like I just just stepped on the ice with a whistle yesterday. You know, um, I don't know how it happened. Um, you know, uh, it, it's. Uh, but to your point, yeah, like I, I, every day is a new a new opportunity. You know, at the rank, like it never gets old. Um, the laptop's open in front of me now because I've got film going when you called, you know, this morning, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. It's, it's always new. Every game is different. Every team is different. Um, yeah. You know, I look at one of my assistant coaches, Eric Burns the other night in the locker room when they, when, when we won the game and, um, and the key, you know, the, the kids, we have a copper pot award at the end of the night. The, the kids go award to the, you know, the most deserving player, the difference maker in that game. And, and the kid that had it was his turn to award it. And, you know, he, he gave it to me and, um, yeah, I thought that was, that was a, a nice gesture on the kid's part. But uh, you know, when I have standing there with this in my hand, I kind of looked around and I saw my assistant coach, Eric Burns and, you know, Eric would, Eric was a player for me and he was there at my first win or our first win. You know what I mean? Like, so he was there with, with win number one and he was standing next to me at win number 400. And to me, like, that was kind of crazy. Like that took me back. Like, wow, how did that happen? You know? And, and when you have, you know, those moments, I know that, you know, when I've tried to, to speak with you when we were at the Wildcat Sports Pub about your history and your accolades and, and everything that you've accomplished, you always, you know, put it on, you know, no, these are my players. No, it's the, it's the school. No, it's, it's, it's the assistant coaches that I have. Did you take a moment to kind of look in the mirror and say, you know what, Frank, good for you? I mean, did you have that moment with yourself to, to be proud of that? Because I know that you you have been very humble to to not look at this and say, yeah, you know what, I'm so happy that I got here and it's all about me. I mean, you, you say, I got here because of everybody else, but did you have a moment to say, you know, I had a little bit of something to do with this? Well, I, I don't know if it was as much. I think, okay, yes. The, I guess the answer to that would be yes. I'd be lying if I said no, but what it but it was more than that. It was more of a. It was more of a, a moment of. Uh, uh, I was just truly grateful for the opportunity to be given the chance to build something, um, and then it's more than that. And it's not just um, the players and the, and obviously it's 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 the players. I mean, you can't do anything without the players. But um, it's 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 being grateful for the opportunity to be in a situation where all the pieces were able to come together and what i mean by that is is it's like we live in a community that embraces hockey and we live in a town of camillus with a parks and recreation department that has a unique relationship with the west genesee school district so we're the primary tenant in the rank so we we get the, the best ice time we have a locker room unlike any other we there's so look, I get to run my own summer camp with the Camillus Youth Hockey Association only allows players to play there that live in the school district. There's so many factors that make playing here unique and and allow you just don't get me wrong. You still have to do the work and it's a ton of work and you still have to get the players and you still have to to, to make the players 
you know, good hockey players. But there's there's so many pieces that go into this this accomplishment. You know what I mean? That really, I hate to say it, but it's probably not you're probably not able to do it in, in other communities because you don't have all the pieces in place. So for that, I'm most grateful. And when you look at this community, like you said, a community that embraces the sport of hockey and that all those pieces are there, it, you know, you obviously had your time on the ice and you played a 1984 graduate from the West Genesee Wildcats. When you go back to that time, do you feel like it's always been there? Has has this something that's grown over time? Have the pieces been set into place over time? Or do you feel like even when you were a kid and you were a player back in the 80s that you had the same type of opportunity? Well, I think it's a couple things. When when I Back when I played, um, my assistant coach, Scott McDonald, um, he, he was a 1984 graduate as well. I mean, we I, I was fortunate. We were fortunate. We played with some really talented to players like the, the, the team itself had a lot of talent we, we we were surrounded by good hockey players we were good hockey players and a lot of the kids went on and, and kept playing the difference i think and, and the community at the time you could tell the community embraced it like hockey hockey's been a part of the fabric of this community for you know when i was growing up it was um the difference was is that until we graduated um, actually two years after we graduated, there was never a coach that, that lasted more than two years. It was, it was usually one and done with the coaches Two I played for two coaches in two years. Um, and it wasn't until, um, Roy Fitzgerald, who I was his assistant for three years came in and he was there for eight years and that provided a little bit of stability to the program. And that's when the, that's when it, the, it started to get kind of, uh, there was more of an outreach to the community and, and people started to identify a little bit with the high school team. And that's really what I learned from, from, from coach Fitzgerald was trying to it, it do the best I could to connect this program to the community, to the little kids, to, to the youth program. And that was our focus when I, when I took this over 24 years ago and that in and of itself made the, the greatest difference because it kept kids here. It kept kids playing hockey. It got more kids playing hockey and more kids aspiring to be high school hockey players. When you look at your team this year, speaking with Frank Calabufo, head coach of the West Genesee Wildcats boys ice hockey team, you know, to accomplish this feat, obviously it's come over your 24 years, this being your 24th year as the head coach of the Wildcats. So number 400 obviously doesn't happen just from the team this season, but it's helped by the team this year. What have you What have you seen from the guys? I know we've talked a little bit about who they are and who they aren't, but this unit, I had the opportunity and the the privilege and the pleasure to be around a bunch of the guys. You know, when when Timmy Wynn and John Galimi, as well as your son Daniel Calabufo and and Ryan Smith, you know, were were all there with me and and with you and. We had an opportunity to sit down and an opportunity to talk as well as with uh, Pat McDonald, your captain. What has this unit meant to you and what have they shown you? Because they got to celebrate number 400 with you. And from sitting with, with these young gentlemen at the show, I took a lot away from their camaraderie, their, you know, their ability to, you know, I am a person who believes that if you can laugh together, you can work together. And they definitely feel like they have a bond and, and an appreciation for one another and and hearing from Pat I mean here's a young kid but I understand why he's your captain because when he spoke they listened 
and he really felt like he had a hold on things to the point where I felt like I was interviewing somebody that was 30, 40 years old. So, I mean, how do you how do you kind of take this team and, and take some of those notions of, of what they got to do so far? Well, the chemistry with, it, it, with this group is really strong. I mean, it, like you said, I mean, it's noticeable. It's tangible. Like, they, these kids love each other. They, they love coming to the rank. Like, today's a snow day, but, you know, you know they, they're, they're – would love to be together at the rank, you know? Um, th- th- I think that's what it is. Like they, they really enjoy being together, you know, just chasing them out of the locker room and, 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 you know, after every practice, like, come on boys, it's time to leave. You know, like they don't want to go home. You know, it's the, it's the uh, getting together, you know, at team Tully's there every Thursday night, you know, or at the wildcat, like we were the, the other night. Um, you know, they love being together you know, not just on the ice playing the game, but like just hanging out in the locker room or, or at each other's houses or, you know, going to get dinner together. Um, you know, we took them away over, uh, we took them away bef- right, right after we met there, um, at the Wildcat, we, we had to, we had a trip to, to, uh, Bethlehem and Saratoga and the Bethlehem game got canceled. So here I am with a team full of kids for two days and only one game to play and you know that could have been a nightmare you know like what are we going to do with these kids but they loved being together and we found a way to go watch the union men's team practice and practice after practice at union after them and get some dinner and it was a blast you know it was like it was like it was that was the way the trip was supposed to go like so i I think their biggest attribute is the fact that they love each other and that they're they're willing to play for each other it's really not a not a team about points and 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 statistics it's a it's a group that just really likes to likes to be together do you feel even though that today's a snow day that that these guys are on a frozen pond somewhere you know, I, I know they were yesterday. I, I'm, I'm hoping they're not. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't prevent it if they are. They're probably going to try. But uh, what they really need right now is rest. Um, and, I'm, and I hope they're I hope they're sleeping in and getting it. <laughs> and when when you now for a snow day for you, I mean, you take no days off. And you're speaking about you know obviously um, with with your son Daniel who is, you know, when you look at, as far as your children, your third son to be there with you in this program. And I asked Daniel right in front of you at, at the Wildcat Sports Pub, you know, how is it? And, you know, is dad harder? And he was like, yeah. And then you said, well, it's kind of hard not to be because nobody has to, nobody else has to go home with me. And when I'm watching film, I could pull, you know, Daniel in the room and say, did you see that? Did you see this? Are you taking a, a second or a moment for yourself today, or I mean, I told I know the laptop you said is already open. Are you like, hey, Danny? As as soon as I get off with you, I'm I'm back looking at this thing. He's uh, well, he's still sleeping, thankfully, and uh, but no, the laptop's open here, and uh, you know, and so we'll we'll try to take a look at you know what we need to for next week, and you know, we got we got uh, got to figure out the film from the last game and then we've got some film to look at and of course Syracuse is looming on next Friday so there's not really a lot of time for for much else might be able to try to sweep, sneak in a Swigo State game tonight if I can convince my wife to let me drive up there <laughs> and and you know before I let you go Frank how you've spoken on your wife a little bit but with your passion and your connection and your drive and your desire and it always being you know a, a part of you I fully understand, and my wife has understood over time, that there's people that they go to a place of work, and they do their work, and then they come home and detach from it, and work is over there, and now I'm over here at home, where 
for you, it's always with you. For me, you know, the name of my company is the name is my name. It's it's I'm the brand. So I'm always with it. It's it's you know, it's it's always a part of what I'm doing. So when you have something that's always connected to you, how how is your wife with with knowing that like you said even on a snow day, even when they say please don't go outside and the weather's terrible and there's a ton of snow and Oswego's already gotten buried that you're like, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I can convince my wife to let me go up and see Oswego State." How is your wife with the, you know, the constant connection that you have with the sport that you love? She's been great. I mean, like, you know, obviously this accomplishment I have to share it with with Anne, my wife for 29 years here you know so like without her like none of this you know none of this is doable without without the support of your wife you know um but that's not to say that it's easy you know like we got five kids and you know a lot a lot of that you know a lot of the time she's you know a lot of that responsibility has fallen on her when i'm away doing doing the hockey stuff or even here doing the hockey stuff you know for that matter so uh but she's been great and understanding and supportive. And if not, I mean, we just wouldn't have been able to do this. And so we've done it together. And, and uh, you know, I love her and appreciate everything everything she's done for the hockey program and for me. So as you move forward in, in conclusion here, Frank, today, to go back to 1994-95, bring me into what memories you have of that moment. And now that you're at 400 and counting and this team – is at 10 and 0 and and looking to continue their success in the second half of the season. What can you say about what you remember fondly of 94-95, the first moment that you step on the ice being named the head coach of West Genesee to where you are right now? Well, you know, I I think I think I, again, I walked into a situation as the head coach. Now, over the over that time at West Tennessee, I had the opportunity. Obviously, Mike Massera was the lacrosse coach and all that he's accomplished. And Jerry Wilcox uh, was a basketball coach. You know, during during that during the time that I you know was starting out. You know, so I, I was there with some legendary coaches, and I was like how like there was pressure like how am I going to do this like I, I kind of believed in myself and, and I had a vision and Tony Pascal like believed in me and gave me this opportunity um who was our athletic director at the time and uh but it's it's intimidating when you walk into the coaches meetings and you're surrounded by you know all these hall of famers and like how can I possibly get the hockey program to that level and I remember like that 94-95 season I think we were like 10 10 and 1 and I was like, well, you know, like, yeah, I guess, I guess we were m- moving it forward with baby steps, you know, but like, I need this to happen like tomorrow. <laughs> and, and I guess the takeaway was that nothing was going to happen that quickly. But once we built the culture and once we set the expectations, it happened pretty fast. And, um, and, and yeah, so like, what, what do I remember? I remember like, being a little bit scared, a little bit intimidated. Like I believed in what I was doing. Um, I was just hoping that we were going to get there a little quicker. (laughs) And when you say like, once we implemented the plan, things started rolling. What is it about the plan that you implemented that was able to be so successful? Like you said, 10, 10 and one. And you're like, I need this to happen like today, like right now. What about the plan? What are those key pillars of the plan that have just helped you to get to where you are today? I think it's just the culture. It's um, it's getting getting 
people to buy into something bigger than themselves, to, to give up a little bit of, of themselves for, for that greater good. You know, like there's a sign, it, 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 there's a, there's a sign the kids touch on the way out of the, you know, the locker room on the way to the rink every, before every, every time they leave the locker room, you know, and it's to you from failing hands, we pass the torch, be yours to hold it high. And it's, it's that connection to the kids that came before you. It's that this isn't just about me right now it's that accepting your role accepting your part in history and 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 building and adding to it you know leaving it better than than you found it you know and it's that it's that constant reminder like and and and, you know and i think that that's hard for kids for kids we're talking about kids we're not talking about adults for kids to embrace that and but once they did and once they realized that no there's a there's a there's a a way to there's a way to practice there's a way to approach the game and at the same time it, it was incumbent on me to make sure that their two or three hours at the rank whatever they were there for was the best two or three hours of their day and and to create that yes this is this isn't just work like i love being here and so i think once you got all those pieces together it became something special it became something different it was it's unless you've put on skates in and, and played the game it's very different from any other sport it's different than lacrosse it's different than football it's different than basketball like it's in your blood and you love to do it and and i think the kids would tell you that even kids that go on to pursue other sports would tell you when they can't play hockey anymore they miss it and to have that love and that passion moving forward for this team speaking here with frank calabufo the head coach of the west genesee wildcats boys ice hockey team to see some of those close victories that you've had this season in, in conclusion, to look at some of those wins most recently, like Baldwinsville 3-2, to at Bethlehem 3-2, to what have you taken away? Because, you know, Fulton, you have a 12-1 to victory, but any good coach can look at a win or a loss and learn something. To look at a win 12-1 to and learn something. And to look at those tight games 3-2 to and learn something. So what are some of those games that you've taken something away from, those close contests, or even in the games where you won – handily when you look at kind of that first half of the season as a full group what do you pick out of it and say you know what Dan I really learned from this game against X about this I mean do you have some of those moments you've been able to pull out in peace at this point I think every game offers you those moments and then and that's kind of the conversation that that I've had ongoing with this group all year. It's like you, you, like I said before, you, you don't start where you finish, you know, last year we, you know, we finished in a, in a regional game, you know what I mean? And the year before that we finished, I think that was the state championship season that we lost, you know, one, nothing in Buffalo. Like you don't get to start the season where you end, you got to start over and every opponent, no matter whether the game is, is close or, or, or lopsided, whether you win or lose, every one, every game, every shift, you know, offers you an opportunity to build incrementally. And every one of those steps is important and you just can't, you just can't jump to the end. So like the, the message to the kids is always we're playing for February, right? So, so yes, we can't get ahead of ourselves, but every opponent's going to offer us, those building blocks, those and the next rung in the ladder. So we have to continue to get better and grow and grow the lineup. And so I think what we learned is that we can come from behind. We don't, this is a team that doesn't panic. We came from behind twice in the Bethlehem, you know, between Ballinsville and Bethlehem. We were able to, we were able to go to overtime and not panic. 
um, with Ballonsville. Um, we were able to get big saves from Aiden Procopio when we needed him. Um, we were able to get secondary scoring. We, you know, Billy Fisher, who's, uh, you know, I guess you would, you would say that he, he's on our, he's our, on our second line. He had both game winners in those games where we had to come from behind. That that's huge. You know, that's huge for us um, to get that kind of secondary scoring in those kinds of minutes. Um, so our, our, our defense has grown. Like we're, we're playing, we're rolling five defensemen now um, in big minutes. So I think our, I think what we've, we've learned is that we're deep, we're much deeper today than we were in November. Um, we're, we're pretty solid in the net having graduated uh, my son, Sammy last year, who was, who was our starter for a long time and won a lot of games. Um, Aiden's emerged now. So I think we're comfortable with our goaltending. So I think, um, I think, we're in a good spot moving into the second half here and, and looking forward to the playoffs. I said, but you know, at the same time you have to be good and, and you gotta be lucky. You know, the puck's got to bounce for you. So I think we know that we've learned that about ourselves and I think we're excited to see what happens. That coming from Frank Kyle Buffo, Frank, as always, I appreciate what you're doing with West Genesee. I appreciate the opportunity that I've had to talk with you here today as, as well as sit down with you. And I look forward to, sitting down again with you and the team very soon and and I will see you very soon for you know that big upcoming matchup and so it's it's just been an honor and a privilege and to see the work that you have done and and the 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 length to which you are constantly being a part of the craft and whatnot you know it goes a long way so I know that I know that you're very humble with it but on behalf of the community and and on behalf of of everything that I've done over the last 14 15 years of broadcasting it's nice to know that in my community of Central and Upstate New York, there are people that are doing what you're doing, building what you're building, and no matter how much success you've had, you come back every year just with more energy and, and more want and desire to to bring something good to the community. So, I mean, let, let me thank you for what you do and, and much appreciation for the work that you've put forward. Well, thanks, Dan. That means a lot, and I uh, appreciate the opportunity to kind of, to kind of, you know, give a little attention to some high school kids that otherwise might not might not get it well and they deserve it they should have it and you know i hope the best for the team moving forward and i look forward to seeing the guys the, the only other question i have for you is has has timmy hey, hey, you know that that junkyard dog mentality when you tell him to kind of pull back a little bit has he has he pulled back at all have you gotten him to kind of kind of simmer a little bit or is or is that still a work in progress well, it's kind of part of who Timmy is. It makes him special, but no, he's, uh, he's reined it in. He's doing a great job. All right. Sounds good. So I know, I know they said, what did you, if anybody, if you ever needed somebody in your corner to fight for you, I think you said about Timmy and, and John oh, Galimi yeah. as well. So that's right. You know, you got a good team, good group of kids and happy new year to each of you. And I'll see you soon. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. All right. Take care.